0: Yes, welcome to No Ideas original podcast featuring Shannon, Mr. Rob, and zane What's up, y'all? How y'all doing?
1: What's
0: Good. up, what up? What's Yo, on, yo. Well, uh, before we start the show, zane was behind the scenes showing us his um his memorabilia collection. His memorabilia collection is unmatched.
2: Yes. Yeah, this
0: guy's heavy in the oh, memorabilia game.
2: You got some goodies,
1: yo. Yeah. I got the original the original G.I. Joe's from G.I. Joe cards from nineteen ninety one. Who's that on the front? Hawk. I
2: got yep. Hawk,
3: I got
1: Baroness, I got everybody but Destro. I got remember Zartan?
2: Zach,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. make yeah. 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 yo it makes me
0: makes me think, that like, Maybe we need to try to see about getting somebody who's like a, a memorabilia person on one of these shows, one of these episodes. I got, I
1: got two people. Oh, we got two people already. I, I already
0: <laughs> hit them up. They, they on Zane, hype, yo. How was your week? It was
2: all right, what, man. Good to play, man. Just still doing the house stuff. Um, yeah, it was pretty quiet this week. Not too much going on, man. Yeah, not I can remember. Yeah,
1: What about for you, Zay. Oh uh, man, I'm enjoying this this weather down here, man. Enjoying the weather, you know, getting that that fresh air. Uh, I, I spoke to my moms earlier today. Shout out to my moms. Uh, she said it's gonna be like 80 something next week, so I'm I'm ready for that weather, man. Plus, you know, I'm still trying to trying to you know chisel down a little bit, get my little uh, you know, like have have less body fat, so that you know later on when I do decide to go out, you know for uh. Uh, uh, vacay, summer, summer vacation or whatever. You know, be looking right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm.
0: So what you doing? Y'all know the other day we spoke. You was riding your bike. How, how many miles? Yeah, yeah. You still about out there? Five,
1: about, about, five, six miles a day. That's good. All yeah. Right. Still, still, still do the jogging. And I, I haven't. The thing about it, I don't touch no weights, bro. I haven't touched weights since like playing football in high school. I don't touch no weights. Ca- um, cardio is cardio. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Why is <clears> the, the healthy guy cardio? Um, why, 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 don't you lift weights? I mean, I'm already strong for my size. I mean, I'm I'm 200, but I don't look 200. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, a lot of people be surprised about my weight. And you know, when you when you when you have uh more muscle than fat, you're gonna have that chiseled physique. You know what I'm saying, and like people think I'm like 170 or whatever. I'm not. I'm 200. You know what I'm saying. But um, and, 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 and you know, muscle, 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 muscle is heavier than fat. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah.
1: The only thing with like people who
0: lift a lot, sometimes what happens is after a while they get doughy. Like if you don't keep up with lifting, after a while they get doughy. So you got to be, you got to be careful with that. Man, the weather this week has been really good. Aside from that one day where we had all that rain, but. And Two, it was, it was like seventy something.
2: Yeah, up here it's a little colder, man. It's the cold up here, man. You're in the mountains place. now. It's in the freaking wow. mountains, man. Weather's creepy, man.
0: You're in the mountains now. Yo, but we got a good, we got a good show. Well, I think it's a good show tonight. Well, lots of interesting topics. Um, you know, we're gonna talk about Black Rob, untimely passing. Um, rest in peace to Shock G. We're going to talk about Bobby Shmurda's first on-camera interview, also with Mayno on Kitchen Talk. Uh, We started having a conversation on Knowledge Born's podcast um, with Red Pill, where he's talking about how Apple is now going to be paying artists one cent to stream. Of course, we're going to talk about the Derek Chauvin uh, verdict, and then we're going to talk about, sadly, the young lady, um, 16 years old from Ohio, Makaya Bryant's um, death. So. What we wanted to do was, we wanted to add a full person to the crew tonight to join us in these discussions. You know, it's my pleasure to um, to invite this brother onto our platform, Mr. Knowledge Born Allah. You know, we had the pleasure of going on to his platform and having a conversation with him. Knowledge Born from Due to Knowledge Radio. For those that don't know, um, Knowledge, tell us a little bit about yourself, brother.
3: Yo, peace, can you hear me all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, man, it's an honor to be here. I don't get invited to a lot of places. You know, if y'all checked out my platform, y'all would see why. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, so it's an honor to be here in the same place. I see my brother, Billy Dan. You see what I'm saying? I, I see so many of the greats come through. It's it's, a, it's honor to be here. And I see brothers like yourselves that got it together, and y'all doing it as a family. You know, I think that's a lost art and a lot of the topics that we're going to get into stem from family, family culture, and family tradition or the lack thereof. So, uh, Do Nots Radio was started about six years ago with that vein in mind of connecting family, celebrating family, ancestrally celebrating family through uh, our eldership, celebrating family through our peer group and through our youth. You know, giving a voice to the voiceless. You see what I'm saying? Uh, And whatever your origin story, as Black people, because you know we're not monolithic. Whether it's here uh, in the Americas or back in the mother continent, or wherever you reside from, as Black people, you understand, giving a voice to them to celebrate their stories and share their vision, talents, skills, capabilities with well, you know with the world. So you know, I met y'all along the way in the same vein because I see us akin to each other in regards to what y'all provide. Uh, as a brand and some of y'all vision, so. you vision.
0: vision. Appreciate
3: it. Glad to be here. Appreciate
0: Thank you, bro. <laughs> now you, because I know how YouTube works, you know, you get a lot of people that come on at the front end and some people only watch the front and some, some people only watch the, the end. So go ahead and plug where people could catch your show at and then at the end, we're going to have to plug your show again.
3: Yeah, I'm on YouTube. You know, we suffer from the same... Attention deficit disorder, you know what I'm saying? Unless it's ratchetness, you know, <laughs> a healthy appetite of the BS, you see what I'm saying? So they are tuning in eight hours for some, for some smart, you know, 10 minutes. But we work in the channel narrative, you know what I'm saying? So you have to catch me on, on YouTube, www.youtube.com forward slash. Do the knowledge radio, let me spell that because I'll be seeing that THE out there. I don't know who y'all gonna get with that THE. Don't let spell correct it'll get you up corrected. You understand what I'm saying? It's D O T H A, and that that A is uh, for my origin of my family. We African people, you understand? So it's T H A. Y'all can have the T H E, right? T-H-E. right. They can have that. You see what I'm saying? So we deal with D O T H A K N O W L E T T E. R-A-D-I-O, so check us out on YouTube, and you know, I give the other social media stuff at the end. Y'all can follow me on uh, IG, though, y'all see it right there. I had to get a uniform with everybody else when I pulled up, but like, hold up, let me add that. Cat to the end, you understand what I'm saying? You know how we rock. Yo, so let's get right into it. Um, sadly, last week we lost Black Rob. Um, with that being said,
0: there's been a lot going on by way of social media and a lot of conversations about what Puffy's responsibility is, you know, in terms of Black Rob's recently um, passing. Um, So I wanna put it to the panel and just get you guys, uh, you know, just get your opinion on it. You know, should Puffy have done more for Black Rob? We'll start with Zane, what do you think?
1: Yeah, let alone uh, uh, Black Rob, I think Puffy should have did a lot for all the artists that was on his label, but that's a whole nother story. Um, As far as with Black Rob, you know, R.I.P. to him, Put out incredible music, uh, was a was a was a was a great voice that added to the culture of uh, hip hop. Um, I just feel that if you have all this money, uh, damn near a billionaire, and just because some you you're not still directly working with this particular artist, you know you you could have still did something. But that's not to say that Puffy didn't do anything. I mean, we're going over what we did. We don't know if Puffy did stuff behind the scenes or not, but a lot of times you have to you have to be proactive. When you see somebody falling down and they on drugs or stressed out or whatever, you pick gotta, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You gotta pick them up because at the same time, it's the same man that made this other brother so, so many millions off a of record sold, off a of probably merch and all this other stuff. So. I mean, if that was me, I would have done that. You know, but that's not to say that Puffy didn't do anything from behind the scenes that people don't know. I'm just I'm just I'm just going off what the uh, media is saying of, of stuff that comes on our feed. Yeah. I had the
0: I had the, um the pleasure of watching a video. It was an interview with Black Rob. He was on a platform and the host kept trying to, I guess, bait him into saying negative things about Puff. And being a gentleman that Black Rob was, Black Rob wouldn't, he wouldn't take the bait. You know, he said that Puffy gave him $450,000 for 10 albums. And the guy was saying, okay, so that doesn't seem like a lot for 10 albums. Um, But Black Rob was satisfied with it. He was like, nah, I was getting that, plus I was getting my show money. Black Rob attributed more of his financial ills to um, him owing child support rather than Puffy. Like, he really didn't have anything negative to say about Puff, he just said that Puff. Um, after a while, I guess severed the relationship. After Black Rob ended up going to jail, what do you think, Knowledge Born? What do you say about this?
3: Well, this is it's it's real iffy because the strings have everyone in a certain kind of place, and knowing how you know of how much of a bastard the industry is. The industry is designed to make you penniless. D- Designed to make you You know Look like a cop looked on his way out You see what I'm saying The entertainment industry As a whole So we was talking about You know I open with family Family is important Y'all had Prospect on I talked to Prospect as well He just talked about When you on top Everybody love you You see what I'm That's saying right. And when you no longer Relevant you're no, You no longer Have relevance this is a business at the beginning, the middle, and the end. That's right. And these people are very deceptive with their speech, their language, and their behavior. The The thing about, like us, we, we've been around other brothers and sisters, all kind of stuff. You see what I'm saying? When, when they target these young people from young people, they have them in their circles ever since they were young people. Puffy started as what? An intern. Mm -hmm. there so he learned all of the animal business ways in that place from an intern to the person who's in charge okay they said they say okay well he got all this money how did he get this money and what did he do to his fellow men in order to get this money you understand what i'm saying so these are all intricacies that are there and shana you brought up an interesting point no matter what they said to the brother Black Rob, he wasn't gonna say nothing against Puff. They wasn't gonna use him to do that. You understand what I'm saying? And if you hear from some of the other people, that's the same story. Everybody follows their script. You see what I'm saying? Black Rob was a man. You know, we all men. If we doing bad, you gotta fight a man to help a man sometimes. You understand what I'm saying? Look, you could be going through something as a man. You ain't gonna tell nobody. Ain't nobody's business. You see? So there's. Pendulums on both whether well, the pendulum swings to the extreme on both sides on one side Black Rob is a man. You see what I'm saying a black man. He know he gonna do what he gotta do He gonna suffer in silence so on the other side You have to know that the game has a short leech and in a very short attention span if we don't see you no more You don't exist no more. You see what I'm saying so th- There's a lot of issues that we could get into Whether we look at Black Rob, whether we looked at DMX, whether we looked at Shock G's, these are all instances where you had to look at people who gave to the art form and there was no nothing for him. There was no nothing for them. But then you see this spin at the end where everybody got pictures, (laughs) you understand what I'm saying? (laughs) Everybody got the pictures like, yo, where is born? I remember, son, Black Rob came to my crib. He bought me some Nowlaters, you know what I'm saying? Back in 85. Like, that was my brother, man, rest in peace Like, who are you doing that for? You see what I'm saying? So all of that attention So for everybody who got the pictures Whatever, they say, yo uh, We're going to start a fund for his family You understand what I'm saying? But people don't operate like that They operate in that space When they've been around snakes And you grow up with snakes And you come up with snakes And you get snaked in fake. You looking for somebody else to snake in faith You understand what I'm saying? So you know These are things That you carry with You know These are things That you carry with And I think That Puffy did What he was supposed to do Which was nothing Because You know He From that distance And that vantage point is nothing to be made off what he could do You see what I'm saying Like so If you look at it now if i come if i come out with some shit like i like he did when big died i'm missing you. you you understand what i'm saying like if you come out with that joint you just gotta pay attention to what's going on and then you look at the history of bad boy records and all of the artists that were on bad boys yeah mm-hmm. you know what i mean so mm-hmm. you gotta kind of put that in perspective
0: yeah you make it you know you make a good point i think you think about like the emotional piece the heartstring peace and where we are as humans where everybody is like, you know, could Puff possibly have done more. And then I was thinking about it also, I was like, man, I think it really depends on the person and what your expectations are of somebody, right? Because you think about like all of us are old enough enough to know that there have been occasions where somebody may have come to you and asked you, can you get them a job? And the extent of your reach has been just being able to get them an interview and they were satisfied with that, right? Like, you know what, you get me in a room, I'll do my thing. And then from there, from me doing my thing, it's on me. And I think that, I don't know what it is in this day and age, but I feel like sometimes we kind of, we've moved away from that a little bit. Like we're more inclined to look at things that go awry and put responsibility on other people to resolve and fix those matters. And I look at this black rob situation and I say, and of course it's easy for me, observing it from afar to say like, could Puff have done more for him? Probably so, but did Puff do something for him by actually putting him in the game, right? For some people, it's like, you know what? You put me in, I'll figure out how I monetize my name, you know, where I go from it, what I do with it, and everything, and I think that Puff, because of his business practice and his reputation, sometimes he gets a lot of slander. Um, that may not be justifiable, as Zane was saying earlier. We don't really know what Puff did for him behind the scenes, if he did or if he didn't do. But the narrative around Puff has just been out there that Puff is a shrewd businessman, and that all his artists, you know, go down in flames. I mean, you think about like NBA players, the NBA players that get a windfall of money and piss their funds away. People don't blame the NBA and be like, "Well, the NBA—it's the NBA fault." Maybe because the NBA is not represented by one singular individual that they that has a face that you could put it on that particular person. But I think that like sometimes as individuals, we have to be able to take some level of accountability. Right. Mm-hmm. So if child support was a burden for him and depleted his funds, right? That's a predicament that Black Rob put himself in. If um, he was looking for Puff to continue to do music with him at this point, Puff is not really even doing music. So to me, it's almost like you know what? I could bring you in the game, but am I responsible for kind of holding your hand throughout the whole process? You know, and I and I don't I don't know if people have that expectation of Puff or just people in general.
2: Yeah, Rob. Well, I mean, if you look at the history of Puff and taking nothing away from it, he's, he's brought us great music. But everyone that seems that's tied to Puff seem to catch the bad end of the stick. And you're right. Accountability is, you know, a upon Black Rob, about if you get $450,000, which I think 10 albums is like a robbery, but $450,000 ain't nothing to sneeze on. Mm-hmm. You should be able to account for the pennies that you you acquire, and distribute them to your family the way you think it should be distributed. Now, if you're still coming into this game with the same mentality you left the street with, the two is not gonna coincide. You gotta come in here with a business mind, be ready to, you know, to, ready to do business. You know, and take another one from Black Rob. Black Rob gave us some some brilliant work, man. And it's hard to see, it's hard to hear someone go down. The way he went down, and this is one thing I, I encourage all the listeners too, man. Kidney disease, man. Please go find out what your numbers are. Go know what your creat numbers. Your creat numbers is the health of your kidney. This man died from kidney failure, as I was reading, and a lot of brothers are walking around here not knowing that they already have kidney failure. Go check that out, man, because it, it, it'll take you out real fast. But from the puffy standpoint. I don't think Puff is responsible for another grown man. I, I actually think that's that's Black Black Rob, yeah, Black Rob, his family, his supporters, the people around him. That's where you that's where you get your support from. But Puff Puff, like you said, he brought him in the game, showed him the ropes. From that point, if you got a good strong team around you, they get you your shows. You create some merch. Before you know it, who knows, you might get in the movie. I mean you gotta you got a network that you gotta you gotta you gotta work your talent, so to speak. So my point. So so it's so I guess
0: is if with everything that's going on with Puff in terms of these artists, you think it's fair to say that Puff may have not taught these people how to fish? Well, like he, he fed them and gave them the money, but he didn't teach them how to fish for
2: themselves? Well I think I think Puff left them to their own to their own demise, so to speak. You know what I mean? It's like you wanted to get in this game to be an artist or a rapper or a MC. All right, here, here here it is, and and this is what we're gonna do. And I think at that point, I mean, it it can be so so convoluted and and cloudy because this industry, there's so many different variances and, and and demons and shit behind it. Who really knows? You know what I'm saying? But. No, I, I don't. I don't think Puff was responsible for, for for any part of it. To be you
0: you you see a narrative though. Like to me, there's a narrative that goes around because when DMX passed, everybody was saying, "Well, where was this person? Why didn't they do more for DMX?" So, where was DMX friends? And it's just like people. There's just like this assumption that people aren't doing things to try to
2: help people. But people, you gotta remember, these people are individuals too. And now, to willing to receive or what the hell? there you go there's a lot of people man you tell yo yo bro yo go 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 to the clinic check out man you don't look good man yo you might need to go check go get a go get a checkup man i'm all right i'm good you know that stubbornness and that proudness sometimes creep in and people don't want the help yeah so you know i I don't know i think it's just unfortunate because i know he died from kidney failure and i know there are a lot of people out here dealing with kidney failure and hypertension you know, walking around with the stress, it's just a, it's a bad look, man. I think we just need to get better on our health on our health tip. Right. I think
1: see. another thing that we that we spoke about, shoot, at least seven at least no, I wouldn't say seven, at least about four times that we discussed it in in, in 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 prior episodes is that we need to have a or they need to have a hip hop union, man. You know what I'm saying? I think a hip hop union is the catalyst of the main reason why a lot of these uh rappers are not even rappers just people in general but ultimately rap because it seems like it's some type of plague that goes on where a lot of our uh legendary artists are just are just are just passing away too quick
2: and well, um actually well, this will it will a union help the artists on the front end on the back end because we usually bring up this union situation when, when they're they
1: bro already it gotta be both. It gotta be well. It, it gotta be a, 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 a three-way thing. They gotta help them from the initial point of where they sign a contract. They gotta help them, I say, guide them through, and then closing out on the end. Just like how with the NBA, the NBA having to where yo, know, once the NBA uh, athletes, you know, get out the league, them dudes is set. Them dudes got certain stuff. Uh, a, a, a safety blanket, uh not all of them. not all of them. Not all of them, because they got business management No, 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 no. They no. get a pension. Well, no, well, no. But peep this though. Like, where I was actually going with it was that. Okay, okay. Diddy, Diddy has the uh, <laughs> rep for like doing uh, quote unquote bad business, but at the same time, Diddy is very transparent. Diddy has his own. Uh, uh late started his own label did he has a clothing line did he has a uh, 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 look out. lookout you know did he does a lot of different things now that's mm-hmm. not to say that not, that that none of these artists that he signed back in the day that a lesbian had got a bad deal they could have done the same things they could have diversified their portfolio not just being a rapper you know if you're gonna get signed start your label. Then sign. Do a partnership with the label that you signing with. Have merch out. Sure, you know, you know, uh, no no one is guiding
2: uh, the artists huh? No, no one is guiding the artists coming from the street or wherever they're coming from to know these type of things. You, you, you no, need
1: to be. See that, that that right there, Rob. I think is an excuse. Not to say that's how you thinking. You just saying for the general public. I'm not saying that's 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 you saying that. I'm that you just thinking from the outside looking in. I don't want
0: to on the label, though, too. Some people... Yo, so everybody... Social media has made everybody think they're boss. Everybody
1: don't want boss responsibilities. So right, 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 boss. right. But at, the, but at the end of the day, if you see seven or eight other artists prior to you getting signed get a bad a bad rap and you don't have nothing to fall back on, you gotta wise enough. You gotta wise enough. An and that goes to any, any, any artist that... Or, or any rapper that has aspirations of becoming a megastar or wanna stay underground you got to you know have you have your business right you
0: know something though we 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 have to think we're we talking about we coming from a place where we ain't have shit right. so somebody put 450 grand in front of us like you know you may have patience when you've been exposed to money or your living conditions are are are, are better than others but if you in the projects you know you you ain't got a pot to piss in a window to throw it out You ain't got no jewelry you ain't got no money the women don't love you you know you can't get your bottle you 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 know you you struggling in the street you got you got a child support and all the stuff to pay they put 450 grand in front of you people ain't even thinking about the contract I think in that same interview the guy was asking him something about the contract and he was like I I don't really know I just signed it right there now I'm knowledge happen knowledge
3: that's that's a four hundred and fifty thousand dollar advance Mm-hmm. That's a loan,
0: yeah. And you bonus.
3: indebted. You indebted? Oh,
0: no, no, no. He said, "Nah." He said that. He, he said that. That's what Puff actually gave him. That that wasn't. He didn't have to recoup that.
3: He said he, he said had that to recoup that. Yeah, oh, he he what? He he recoupable? That he got. He yeah. got. Now so, look at the. Look at it. Look at that. Even worse. You got four hundred fifty thousand for how many albums? Forty five For how many albums? album for ten albums. For ten, for 10, 10 albums. albums. Right. And they decide what's an album you don't decide what's an album you understand like like these like this is true this is all contract this is all entertainment like i talked to tracy lee tracy lee left hip-hop and went and got his degree and as a lawyer and came back as an entertainment lawyer yeah, yeah, and i said you know what was the, what was the catalyst he was like yo i got dropped from a label you understand like you got like their contracts this is contractual this is 100 business These athletes who get this money All of this stuff You're penalized for everything You understand? If they come to you with weight Or whatever you late for practice Or if you don't do whatever These agreed upon things You docked You're docked You're fine All these other things Like there's all kinds of Things in there You see what I'm saying? Like you, I'm on y'all platform, so I'm gonna behave myself. You understand what not I'm saying? Like, I no, say uh, there, there's, there, there are certain groups of people that's out here that draw up those contracts for a particular <laughs> reason. Right. They, they want you, you know, indebted. You understand what I'm saying? Like, like this is how the society functions off of debt, not of prosperity. You see what I'm saying? So this is a debtor society because. In this society Someone has to be capitalized on You see what I'm saying Someone has to be capitalized on So when they see that talent And that marketability And that Them skills They're not looking at helping nobody They're they're looking to see How much I I got to give So I can make And recoup And then how much I'm going to make off of this You understand what I'm saying So That's marketability That's all of these other aspects That you're not looking at That's what I said You got to go back And really look at how Puff learned Puff was a dancer he wasn't never the talent he wasn't never no artist wasn't nobody coming to see him ain't nobody coming to see you Otis you understand what I'm saying so he he was the dude that learned the art of the deal he learned the art of the deal he was an intern at Uptown and then he struck out to do his own thing you see what I'm saying so you know Craig Mack and Vig these were rolls of the dice so once you learn from those experiences now you become a predator And the people that you come in contact with are prey Because you are preyed on That's right You were preyed on And you, you watch people get preyed on And you didn't have no problem with it So you begin to prey on people How the hell can I come to you as a man? You understand what I'm saying? That right. come from the same streets I come from Black robbers in the streets With that ski mask on You understand what I'm saying? Right. Before this You know And you know Who knows what else? so you come to them with a proposition you know it's loaded you know what you're walking into you understand they don't know that's predatory prey behavior you see what i'm saying so this is why the business deals go awry in the same space you know so for the transparency and the stuff that's being addressed yeah it's transparent that i'm gonna do you in so he did them in, he did them other people in, and then in turn those other people went to do other people in. You see what I'm saying? Like this is this is learned behavior. That's why I was going back to talking about family like in black rob case if he ain't have no father and his father ain't telling him to go to the doctor he ain't going to no doctor you understand what i'm saying like look at the the ills that become in in our community with stigmas with mental health and all these other aspects that are there these are all factors you have to see somebody do something in order for you to do something you know what i mean so you didn't grow up with no regular checkups yearly checkups or Poorly or you know Semi-annual checkouts whatever the case may be You don't know nothing about that Money not gonna change that money not gonna cha- make you Responsible you understand what I'm saying Like money is gonna make you an- Another kind so th- Now if he gave him a half a million Dollars let's just round it up and say You know this is not recoupable But you're responsible for this This and this your five, your $450,000 Is gone before your album is out Mm-hmm. You're yeah. responsible for your studio time. You're responsible for your wardrobe. You responsible for the stuff for your albums and, and all this other stuff. You see what I'm saying? All that, yeah. yeah, yeah. You respond this is a business. So if you can't if you can't navigate the waters, if you're not wise to this type of deception, you're going to get got. You understand? If I'm out there flossing, I got my, my ring and 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 my and in the bracelet and in the chains and shit. And I'm <laughs> I'm flossing and cats don't got that. What's going to happen to me yeah. You understand what I'm saying So right. when you out here you no, know, you could come from, from the jacks You you know the shell game You know the card game But you don't look at this business like any of that You look at this business like a way out <laughs> You understand what I'm saying So it's a, it's another way into another level of servitude That you can't even fathom yeah. I always give this example every time But then I yield Hulk Hogan then had them fucking tights on and the wrestling boots since the '70s, Jim. He can never retire. You understand? He can never retire. So whatever kind of little scheme or plot that they come up with, he gonna have to roll with it. He been in them tights since the '70s. You understand what I'm saying? He was in Rocky 3 with them damn tights on. You understand? So you gotta understand that, like that's the game. Like this dude said he was retiring and then walked out with a 50 year contract. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like they're not playing those games with you. They're, they're gonna find a way to market you, whether you see them or don't see them. They they dictate how much visibility you get. And then you go from being just example the Hawker maniac dude to not being seen no more. Now you're gonna be like, yo, what's up, man? Why ain't nobody gonna see me and blah blah blah? Th- these are all traps. Yeah. We know we got yeah. you. you You desperate for that You see what I'm yeah. saying So we just you know, looking at the situation For what it is And being real We got to understand There's a lot more pitfalls That's going on Right Man I,
0: I say this I think the thing that always Get Puffy caught up too Is that people compare And contrast They pocket watch And they look And they're like Damn Puffy Hundreds of millions of dollars This person This person jacked up You know Which isn't fair to him Like it, it, at the end of the day If Puffy was a better businessman And he He did what he needed to do with his money or he figured out a way to to work the game you know you can't you can't pin that on him like you know as an adult people have their own responsibility some people want to be fed and some people just want to learn So they're telling people happy with just like yo just teach me the game so that way i can use the game and get paid you right know, yeah. people he, step back wait for handouts mm-hmm. sometimes find themselves in, in peculiar situations yeah robbie's gonna say something
2: yeah i was going to say you you can fish for somebody or you can teach them how to fish man but then some people are receptive to want to learn how to fit. and what you do then? I mean, you gotta, you gotta still take care of yourself. Man. For sure.
0: Yes. Let's talk about. I don't know if y'all had a chance to see it. Did y'all see Bobby Shmurda's first on-camera interview since yeah. his prison release with Mayno when he did Kitchen Talk? What'd you think I, about it, Rob? I I, I
2: thought it was, I thought it was a pretty good interview. Shout out to Chewy. That's his that's his hood name. Mm-hmm. Ah right, man. Bobby Smurden was a typical kid in Brooklyn, man. A little knucklehead, but we all see them little kids that run through the and you're like, Where's your mother? Like, he was one of them type of kids. But I tell you, man, he said it, he said it himself. You know, he was already feeling the indictment come along. He was being he was being investigated four years before this shit even happened. So knew he was getting himself into. But in the interview, it was refreshing to hear him say the things that he was saying about um, you know about police reform and the yep. police department trying to do to him playing guns on him and all that but at the same in the same breath he was telling Maina was like yo man you see how I got out of that this this has this has to happen to some of the young brothers that follow me and even my peers they need to hear the support of other people coming to help you get out of these situations nobody wants to be in the hood for the rest of their life but although the hood gives you but a few options to get out of the hood yeah. and so I love the interview I think a lot of it comes from you know off, off the family situation a lot of it is psychosomatic because we get used to just normalizing trauma and support negativity and, that, and we get caught in the hood with that shit you know what I'm saying and then we end up making decisions that ain't good for us we end up going through the the, through the system and then you know end up getting erected and then you know then it goes downhill but for him I like the fact that um that he's turned his life around, man. And maybe this time, and it's funny what time does. Time gives you an opportunity to evaluate yourself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and whatever time he was doing six, four years, whatever time he said he was doing in the box, it gave him time. It gave him time to reflect. It gave him time to see what he was doing wrong versus what he can do right, and and the advantages and the resources he had around him. It's like, yo, I'm bugging. Like, how come I'm still Going through this cyclical, systematic trauma of ending up in prison when I'm thinking I'm supporting, you know, taking care of my family. Yeah, and that happens in every hood. You know what I mean? But I, yeah. I love the interview. The
0: interview was a dope
2: interview. Yeah, sure. the, the
0: growth, man. The growth from I would have never thought I would have heard Bobby Shmurda say those kind of things. It's like Damn. this dude came out of prison. You know, and I know it's still early with him being out, but just the, the maturity. Like there was a lot of talking there about outreach to um to younger kids. You know talk about how he hurt his mom you know and he was saying like the stuff that he was doing in the street didn't bother him near as much as That's seeing right. his mom crying and embarrassing his mom i was like damn you know
2: the she family she would lie about what he where he was and yeah yeah it, it just seemed like that he
0: gained some insight as a result of going to prison zane what's up what what you think
1: i think it, I, I think the uh the uh interview was was, was good it showed uh it showed that, basically, I mean, <coughs> uh, Smur, Smurda, Smurda put everything on the line. Uh, it was nothing hidden, and I think that the main thing, besides him hurting his mom's, you know, for, for for being incarcerated, Smurda looked at the situation where we haven't seen another young artist make that effect since Soldier Boy. Two totally different types of, of music, mm-hmm. but Smurda was like the was the number one artist at that time before he went in and imagine imagine what smurder would have been right now so i think now that smurder you know got a second chance i see him coming out eventually with a book he'll be in movies get movie deals stuff like that um he might even start you know uh you know other other things as far as i mean if he's not already as far as doing major investments and stuff like that because once that once that once 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 hot nigga came out man you had the nba adopt that you had lebron you had the major stars a a had, and yeah everybody was co-signing that and i just think that you know now that he has a second chance uh his head is clear he see the vision and he has some wiser people around him. Not to say that he's he he's not still showing love to his crew and you know you know like the original day ones. But Bobby Smurda see that now it's time to get back to that bag. And I think he's gonna come out with some great music. But the one thing that that I that I like, if I was Bobby Smurda, being that he has so much of gravitation with these fans of all walks of life, mm-hmm. this dude needs to. Uh, have something like um, what's that joint you be telling me about, man? It start with a P. What's that? What's that platform? What you talking about? Patreon. Yeah, Patreon. This dude can 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 go up there, you know, do like a, a live a live concert and make some serious bread, man. Mm-hmm. Like smurder smurder right now. It's your time, bro. Welcome home. Do the right thing. Stay out. Blessings, but Smurda right now could definitely do a lot of things right now as far as for having people pay to see his live performance and you know flourish from there.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna make a bold prediction right now and say this: Bobby Smurda's legacy won't be defined by his music. It won't of be Bobby Smurda's Bob, music is not gonna be his legacy. When it's all said and done, Bobby Smurda is gonna be, which he already he already established you know, like the folklore of the hood as a solid dude who
2: right It you know, might be he was
0: involved in the street and took his time, didn't go to jail and tell on his friends and stuff like that. And you know, he made songs that people like, but at the end of the day, I don't I don't know if the time that he did music passed him by. But to me it's good to see him still be able to to be um, profitable to prosper, you know. Even if he doesn't prosper financially, what I seen was somebody who seemed to be happy, and seen somebody who seemed to be genuinely enjoying life, you know. And that to me is more, much more valuable. So when it's all said and done, I don't know if we're gonna be talking about Bobby Shmurda. I think, I I think, think he, he learned the lesson. lesson
2: too. I think he learned the lesson by repeatedly going back and forth to jail. After some point, you consciously gotta say, "Why? What the hell am I? Why am I keep going through this?" Some
0: people what do, you do it? You wrong. You know
3: what I'm saying? Some some people some people get it. Some people don't. What do you think, knowledge? I think that recidivism and mental power plays a lot of a factor. In, you see what I'm saying? Prison no. is a business too. No. You know, prison was explained to me by a guy on the car lot. He said, "You don't make money on on the first sale." We take a loss most times on the first set. We banking on you and your family coming back mm-hmm. and your friends and everybody else. That's prison, mm-hmm. That's the jails, you know, that's the county. That's youth detention at first. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? So sure. that's the that's the teaser. You know, uh, my brother Obama, man. Uh, Peace to my brother man. My brother Oba was talking about the element of criminality And it's linked to the first part of it being violence You understand what I'm saying? If you can already deal with the violence You can deal with every other aspect of criminality And this other aspect of criminality In regards to that is imprisonment And how the prison culture Is indoctrinated in your neighborhood you see what I'm saying? Oh, my brother about to go down. Oh, my brother just came home. You understand what I'm saying? Like glorification, not even really glorification. The just the acceptance of it. That's a different right. thing. You understand what I'm saying? Like if you was around men, you know, like I was, you know, coming up and I was doing dumb shit, somebody would put hands on you. You understand what I'm saying? Or you wasn't allowed to come around. If you was around, you know, elder men, you had to conduct yourself in a certain kind of manner. You see what I'm saying? You couldn't be a dude that wasn't taking care of his children. And right. they found out, and you thought you was gonna be able to come in and around. You see what I'm saying? Us, these are aspects that are there, and because uh, these these uh, generations in between didn't go through that kind of life of passage, everybody suffers, you see what I'm saying? Everybody suffers. So you could go to somebody's house, one of your neighbors, and get something to eat. You can't you don't even know your, your neighbors now. You understand what I'm saying? So a, a communal stance in regards to what that was, when it was tight knit, it was love. When it wasn't you see the after effects. You see what I'm saying? My sister Keisha up there in Brooklyn. You know what I mean? Like they, like there's different kind of mechanisms that you know she had put in place from forever to be dealing with recidivism to be dealing with all kinds of stuff that be going on in the city she's real active out there in brooklyn you understand what i'm saying from a myriad of levels if there aren't advocates out here that look like you that know your struggle that know what you're going to you fool you see what i'm saying the police got to make their quotas certain a number amount of beds from these five prisons got to be filled that are contracted by the dealings with the state so it ain't even really right or wrong you understand And ain't even really right or wrong i want us to know our mindset about prison and those that are in prison we, we got to change that we got to rebuild them relationships so we eliminate recidivism by welcoming home in a fashion where which we set up you know situations to where which they come home and stay home mm-hmm. you, you see what i'm saying so just for instance like if you come home uh your, your object is to stay home you see what i'm saying like you is to stay home. so your family got to be tied to that situation just like you talked to sitting at home with them but yeah. if you're not coming home to them wherever you come to it got to be you know a certain type of you know level to where they looking at that these psychological ramifications is crazy because if you ain't never been to jail you don't know what somebody went to jail goes through you know right. one of our prolific figures uh, in our history, went to jail. Martin Luther King. How many times did he go to jail? You understand what I'm saying? How many times did he go to jail? Like, you know what I mean? Like, in, if you a biblical person, Jesus went to jail. John <laughs> the Baptist went to jail. Paul went to jail. They went to jail. You understand what I'm saying? Like, so when you look at it from a perspective, like, oh, doing some wild shit, that's why it don't take nothing. You seen what Khalif brother It don't take nothing to go to prison. That's a fact. It takes absolutely nothing to go to prison and end up in Rikers. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you know, the the Sister Fox Five went to prison. They did nothing. You understand what I'm saying? They was just outside. You know what I mean? So there's plenty of cases that we're seeing now with this, with the psychological effects of being in prison, whether you did something right or wrong, they're the same. So we really have to have that understanding and that patience and that love our returning citizens, but they have to return home to something to keep them out of that cycle, break that cycle of recidivism, and the psychological effects that are associated with the positives and the negatives that's going to prison. So Bobby Smarter is home. Hopefully, he really uses that time and get the counseling that he needs, and to really evaluate everybody that's in the circle to see if they're beneficial or detrimental to him being home.
2: You know right. what I'm saying? That's a big that. takeaway. Yeah, it seems
3: it seems like he's doing that.
0: That he's really trying to step back and look at like who's gonna be, who's gonna be somebody. You gotta change
3: that. behavior too yeah. though. You gotta change behavior oh, like one hundred percent. Yeah. And that's the consistency with your behavior change. Just that's a lifestyle change. You forever one step away from prison or the graveyard as a black man, woman, or child in the mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah, we gotta know right. that. Sure.
0: Man, yeah. If you so you talk about recidivism, like one of the things that I always say when it comes to recidivism is that you tell people when they get out of um, prison, they gotta have a, they gotta get a job. But then, you know, there's all kind of stigmas associated with hiring people that have criminal backgrounds. So they call themselves taking it off the application. So now you can't ask people, but some jobs still require background checks. You know, you put a person in a position where they can't feed their family, they're gonna go back to. Uh, resorting to what they know how to do to feed their family. You know, you look at Maslow's hierarchy, like the food, shelter, basic things that people want out of life that they have to have, and they're gonna get it by any means, or they're gonna do what they need to do um, by any means to make sure that they, they they could fill their needs. But the thing that I think that helps Bobby Smurda also is that Bobby Smurda, at this point in time, with him coming home, it seems like he has a lot of people around him that, that genuinely support and care about him. And you're that's what you're I mean. saying, knowledge born. But I go back to, which which, which is true. That's why I said, like, his legacy is not going to be about his music. His legacy may be somebody who actually demonstrated that reform, you can be reformed and do good things with your life outside of it. Because right now, he's very much anti gang, anti violence, and everything. We have to just stay tuned to see if he can continue that pattern of behavior. Yeah,
2: Rob. No, I was going to say, man, he. he... We even had the CEOs pushing for him in jail, man. When he's getting there, they were smacked like, "What you doing back here, man? Like, you got too much going on for you, man." And too many times, we we just normalize the trauma that we've been through because this what we've been through is what we we've, we've experienced all our lives is the trauma, and it becomes so normal, so so passe. Be like, ah, forget about it. I just move on with my life, and you never really recoup from those things. And that's the reason why I would repeat, man. Mental health. We got to do better with that, man. We really got to support one another. And if your brother's down, check on him, man. You good? You all right? You need to talk. You need to just air out. I do it all the time, man. I talk to my brothers all the time. I call them. I know when they're going through something. And I just check on them, man, just to, just, to, just to chop it up, man. For real. Right. Yeah.
0: You think about Bobby's story, though. Bobby's story that we know all too well. We went from yeah. Bobby- Swofford, the Central Bookings,
2: the Riker, the, bookings, the and the Precet, the Precet knows you. Yeah. They watch you from a kid go through all of these different transgressions going through. They follow him. That's why he said, he, I knew they was going to kill me because they knew me. Yeah. You know That's what I'm saying? Great. They knew who I
3: was. Same so, predatory oh behavior, the same way they watch athletes, the same, all of that. You understand? They watch Vic. You understand? They 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 watch you. You see like we gotta know these other aspects too. You know for city, how long? Ten years. For state, how long? Fifteen years. For events, how long? Twenty years. You see what I'm saying? You gotta know you gotta know how far and how long they go back. You know what I mean? Like they was watching Vic before he had the number seven on his jersey. They was watching him since he was six and seven years old. You see what I'm saying? And they knew who he was around. Like this is what scouting like all these like that's too much but i'm just saying like there's certain oh, aspects hey, that hey. we gotta look to in regards to what it is like you know if you were in the Cub scout or the boy scouts think about what that scout means those are the right. same people who come to see you they've been right. watching you since you was a child A scout is a military term. I was in the army. If you're dealing with a scout, that's somebody who has a mission. You see what I'm saying? Like, you know, in regards to reconnaissance, you have a certain kind of mission. These are the same kind of scouts that they send out. to scout out the situation and bring back that intel. So they send scouts out to prey on our children, to watch our children's behavior. They're not just watching you in the game. You see what I'm saying? You think all the scouts is out for the game and blah, 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 and this and this. I got to show out. They watching your friends nowadays it's even worse you don't have to say nothing you on social media they watching every fucking thing how many football numbers you seen based off of social media posts they came to get you for something you did on social media you understand what i'm saying you so you're making it very 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 easy to come in and snatch you up so even if you ain't did nothing just the the the, the fucking threat of you being in handcuffs, you in the back of the car You going to the precinct All of these things are psychological You see what I'm saying? So you might be able to deal with it But your man, ain't. he ain't going to deal with it He going he to tell something Or she going to tell something When that little bit of pressure is, is applied You understand? Do like, you understand that deception Is rule of law In regards to you know how police operate I can give you an example real quick And I you mm-hmm. If I called you up and be like Yo Z this officer, such and such uh I, w- I had a couple questions to ask you do you mind coming by the state for the the station so hi, hi, i can hi, get your hi, statement you understand what right you know what it is but the next person don't know that they under arrest mm-hmm. I-, I thought i was just here to, to answer some questions on the other side of the road five brothers and sisters out here you get pulled over by the police you under arrest they ain't telling you you under arrest Y'all watching these videos with these other people telling you this other shit. Like, you got to be real and understand that you under arrest. And then they release you on your own recognizance when they give you that ticket. Right. You got, you, you be bugging out here. You understand? Like, you you out here with a mercenary who out for blood. and They looking to get you on the side of the road. They looking to get you in every kind of way that they possibly can. You know what I mean? Uh, Charles Dutton in Minister Society quoted Kwame Ture. He said, the hunt is on and you're the fray. This is what he told them. Right. The honey's on and you're the prey So we gotta be you know, wise to the deception Like I was saying earlier About what's going on Knowing what kind of traps you in You know what I'm saying We heard DMX say the snake The cat, the rat, the dog How you gonna see him When you living in the fog? You see what I'm saying? You living in the fog Not it's foggy one day or some days You're living in this fog You can't see nothing You understand? You can't dis- distinguish friends from fog In that instance
2: So let me ask you this, boy Knowledge is self is that the answer?
3: It's a answer. Yeah. It's a it's a foundation. And now you look at what knowledge itself is to you. You see what I'm saying? Where did you get that knowledge itself from? Did you get it from self and kind, or did you get it from someone else's self? You see what I'm saying? So when you look at these instances in that regard, your your culture, your, your people, your family, all these things that's around you are supposed to set you up in a position to where you have that experience, to where you gain that knowledge itself. You see what I'm saying? We we got children. Children don't don't ask us questions because they want answers. Only they asking us questions to see if we gonna lie to them. You see what I'm saying? They come with our best genetics. So oftentimes they ask questions for confirmation and not for information. You got to know the difference. You see what I'm saying? So when you're dealing with that perspective in regards to what knowledge itself is, you have to understand what that is and how it's applicable to the situation that you're in or the circumstance that you're in. You see what I'm saying? You could be looking at, you know, uh, certain things. And I think what knowledge itself, you know, kind of came into play really for the main stage was through hip hop so a lot of the music you know was laced with you know some of our teachings some perspectives and things like that but you don't get this information without somebody had to guide you somebody had to be your educator somebody had to be your enlightener somebody had to put you on you understand so in my family it was my family you see what I'm saying? So my mother equipped me from young with all of the information that I needed. You see what I'm saying? And what my mother and my father and my communities push, meaning my family, my brothers and sisters, you know, they equipped me and empowered me to be able to love our people in the way that I do because I received that love from them at home. You see what I'm saying? And love ain't always the good shit. Love is sometimes we gotta wrestle so you can see you can't beat me. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? But you don't give up though. So that's a life lesson. You you in a wrestling match with older brother. No matter what you do to older brother, older brother, go gonna, gonna, gonna air you gonna out. You. But okay. you gonna have to learn a way to adapt and anticipate older brother's moves. You see what I'm saying? So all these things come into play. So life is the same way. So as you ascend and as you acquire knowledge and skills, you gotta know that these things come to you in that kind of way. You see what I'm saying? You gotta be adaptable. That's wisdom You see what I'm saying You learn that lesson You know they say You know A, a, a smart man Learns from his mistakes And a wise man Learns from the mistakes Of others. others that's right. You see what I'm saying So they're fortunate Enough people That's out here That That through wisdom they like ah they doing that like my younger sisters and them they see me get all them behind what they was like nah we're not we just gonna be good because somebody getting the business you understand what i'm saying like my mother turned into a whole nother person she not a nice lady with us you understand what i'm saying she morphed into a whole nother person because i had to take that in a certain kind of way you see what i'm saying so these are all these are all lessons and tidbits that come from your home your family is our oldest religion? You see what I'm saying? Our family. So the things that come from our family. So whether, like, you you ain't get done dirty in the streets first. You got took advantage of at home first. You understand what I'm saying? Big brother, little brother, whatever the case may be. You had to learn. You supposed to learn them lessons and be smart outside. You ain't just be running around outside with anybody and anything because you want to be down. Like if you ain't have that in your house, if you're an only child, yo, know, you gotta learn your own way. You understand what I'm saying? So. But if you're in the family That's your first mission right there You learn all that shit in your family You learn good, bad, ugly, right, wrong, indifferent All that in the family, in the house You understand? So These are all lessons That turn into blessings later on Because we repeat those cycles that are righteous And we, you know, seek to improve Upon those things that was wrong Shit that we learned that was wrong That was fucked up You know what yeah, I mean? True.
0: So what do you, um we, you know, we spoke about this a little bit last week also, but we didn't really get in depth. What's you guys' uh, opinion now on Apple paying artists one cent per stream? And to add some context to this, you know, hey, Rob Laugh, one cent. You know what the split was prior to it going to one cent? Yes. Probably,
1: probably one one thousandth of a penny. <laughs> Spotify,
2: <laughs> Spotify, per stream, Spotify per stream was giving these artists 0.0003 <laughs> to that's
3: 0.0005 like, you
2: call that a cent like what do you call that that's not even money Jesus so that's, Christ. That's, right. that's terrible man and to think right from streaming the royalties they got to go to the right holders they got to go to intermediaries publishers distributors record labels yep. before yep. they get to the artists oh. Jesus Christ man this, 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 this like like said, man, they are out here deceiving people and people are not paying attention to the things that they sign. People are not reading contracts, understanding the word and, and and the vibration of these things and they just figure like, you know what? I'm a, I'm gonna get on this label, I'ma go with this team and then all, all all my all my prayers are answered. And then they find out two years down the line, they ain't got shit. You, Yo, you know
0: what I feel bad for? I feel bad for um artists, the, the artists who signed record labels, signed the record labels years ago because newer artists, at least there's some data that tells them what the streaming splits are like that, as much as they want to say. But imagine if you're an artist like Big Daddy Kane that signed a record deal with Cold Chillin' back in the days and his music is getting streamed like crazy. You know, the record label probably getting a substantial part of that money. you probably seeing pennies, if less than pennies if that that
2: that's ridiculous right out on Spotify it's probably hundreds of thousands of catalogs from hundreds of thousands of different artists on Spotify there's only 13,000 catalogs that's generating over $50,000 that's only surprising but did you think about it but you do you how much you got to be streaming to get 50 oh you talking
0: about how much the artists is generating fifty thousand. I was saying like how much they're actually the record label. The record label making money over hand over
2: yeah, if, if the artist is only getting fifty thousand, it's thirteen thousand catalogs that are generating fifty thousand dollars.
0: Yeah, that sounds about right for the artist. I thought you meant generating over fifty grand in, in total revenue. Oh. Only thirteen thousand. I'm like, hell no. Streaming wouldn't even be a business if that was the case.
2: Right, right. and I'm just thinking about all all of the artists and the catalogs that they have because. I got Spotify. I'm subscribed to Spotify, and it's over 150 million subscribers at $10 uh, at a subscription. Exactly. You know what I mean? Just to listen to music that you want to listen to continuously, which is it's, it's all right. But you got to think about the artists. Is the artists getting paid for this? That's why I try to mind when I go to an artist page. I buy a shirt, or you know what I'm saying. I, I, I try to contribute some other way because it's mm-hmm. hitting it through the stream. Because you know. I bless Apple for
1: giving
2: niggas (laughs) a (laughs) penny. Yeah, Z, what you think?
1: Like I said before, man. um, When we were on our that's born alive uh, drink last week, Uh, it's very, it's very, it's very few artists that have the the appeal in order to make more than that penny. They're gonna have to do it. Like artists like Drake, artists like Lil Baby talking about, of course, with, with, with hip-hop. Wait a um, minute, so you're assuming that this is negotiable, that they have the ability to negotiate more than a penny? It has to be, because the, right, the right-minded the right artists, such as Drake or Lil Baby, that's crazy on their business acumen, they have to have that clause in their contract, uh, in their initial contract. If, if, if they haven't, okay, say if, say, if, say if Lil Baby don't have that right now i'm sure drake did because drake is 11 years in the game drake superseded so many benchmarks already that he had to have that allocated in his in 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 the restructuring of his contract little baby he he might he might not right so at the end of the day people like drake they gotta have a uh a a, crazy crazy leverage the number two is because drake already signed that $20 some odd million million dollar deal a couple, uh, couple of years ago with apple music so yeah. being so being that apple is paying a penny per stream they have to restructure it's kind of like it's kind of like uh minimum wage okay if they have drake signed to this particular contract drake's lawyer i hope is smart enough to have that clause in there that okay if apple decides to transition and pay more per strain, this particular artist has to have more leverage it's in that late. game per strain. Mm,
0: yeah, I get what you're saying. Escalation. What do you think, Knowledge?
3: <laughs>
0: Lord, 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 thank you for the penny.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Just said you gotta read the labels, man. You gotta read the labels. and And he said that after getting done in by two labels. Mm -hmm. you see what I'm saying like you know before Wu-Tang you know words from the genius you see what I'm saying you gotta read the label you know so uh, again you you looking at face people versus who really calling shots from the place people you see what I'm saying so you got face people face people is Apple you know face people is Amazon face people is Spotify face people is Walmart you know what i mean like those are face people (laughs) those are face people versus who in the place like who really you know calling the shots and really doing what they got to do they're not giving up their hold on something that they instituted these labels you understand what i'm saying these are all labels that instituted this stuff to put themselves in a position for generation generation and generation and generation and generation and generation to come this is how you got a term like capitalist you, you understand what i'm saying like so someone who's in the position to capitalize off of you know your inability to do or your willingness to submit you understand what i'm saying like oh you can't afford this car
2: all right i gotta wait for I you i got you
3: you understand <laughs> oh you can't afford this house i got you you see what i'm saying this is not the way the world operates the world doesn't Operate like this in totality. In Africa, if you got a car, that's your car. You pay money. They, they ain't got no payment plans for no damn car. If you ain't got no money for the car, guess what? You ain't got no car. You you, you it. You know what I'm saying? Say it. You Ubering or whatever the hell you doing? You see what I'm saying? You you it. You you're not in that position. The world don't all all operate in the same place that this place does. But just the this place feeds off of the world and you know, provides that shit with a cut. So this false reality that we living in, that we in a first world country, and if you say uh, something crazy on social media, somebody could come lock your ass up, you might wanna reevaluate what you're dealing with. This country or this corporation, whatever the case may be. You see what I'm saying? So if you look at that, you know how to operate out here in regards to the language of these contracts and what you're contracted to. Do or not do. You see what I'm saying? Like, so one penny, <laughs> one penny, you dealing with folks that operate off of a tenth. You see what I'm saying? Like, so no matter, they, they give you a tenth for what you work. You go to the pawn shop with something, you didn't pay $500 for it, they give you 10% off of that. They, they got leeway in between. they starting off with like seven, and the smart one's gonna get 10, maybe 12 in the case. You see what I'm saying? But they lowball it from the door. You know so If you satisfied with one cent You know what I'm saying Just like Z was saying Everybody ain't in that You know situation Like what the fuck You talking about one cent <laughs> Hey yo get my man on the phone <laughs> like, Who's this guy I'm even talking to You understand what I'm saying <laughs> But most people Not in that position You know What's the singer What's the elder sister name That said don't Don't listen to none of my stuff online She trying to get her masters What's, the, what's her name What's that Anita Baker Anita Baker yeah. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Like I think it was Anita Baker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She like so. don't play don't play none of my shit. You understand? Know so she took a stand. She's like, oh okay, you people watching the fans, Hey, don't don't play my shit until I own my shit. Right. So that like yeah, don't play my shit until I own my shit. Like that shit makes sense. You see what I'm saying? So hopefully that starts a ripple effect uh, amongst, you know, some of the elders. You know, the other side of it, my, I just say it real, real quick. quick. You was talking about a talk hip-hop different. union hold, hold on see, real quick hold wait, wait, on, wait, wait. See, real quick just this last point because it goes it goes wait. to what you're saying when you was talking mm-hmm. about the hip-hop union if they if they offer you a situation like this they're gonna be talking about like what do you mean what do you need a union for you see what I'm saying? We're offering you this. You didn't take advantage of this. So it's like 401k. If you ain't put nothing into it, you ain't getting nothing out Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, so if you didn't if use investments and you thinking, okay, when you hit a certain amount of age, you're going to get a pension. It's a wrap. You see what I'm saying? So. This becomes another situation and this is why it led into the other conversation about cryptocurrency that y'all was talking about with Redfield and how that became relevant. It becomes very, very relevant in that situation to where you get up a certain age and you can't do what you used to do. You're able to take care of yourself and your family don't got to work. So I just wanted to deposit that real quick. Pardon me. Z. Yeah,
1: Z. no, 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 nah. No. No, it's all good. I mean, all that stuff was right and exact. Tell you what, y'all. Who's the artist, right? That has the capability oh, shit, or the pop quiz. <laughs> you, know I, you know I gotta do it, right? it is, right? Who's who's the who's the hip hop artist, one or two, that has the capability to ink a deal with Amazon?
0: I mean anybody would do a deal with Drake. And who else? Anybody would love to do it. deal. am
1: Jay Z, I'm sure I could get a deal with them if he wanted to. So mark my words, fellas. Being that we talking about this restructuring of the system as far as the streaming, the, 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 the streaming, if Drake don't already have it set in place, and they gonna f him over on that higher higher bracket,
0: mm-hmm. he's gonna go to Amazon. Well, here's the here's the thing I think to think about also because we're looking at this. Um, from a standpoint of the negative attribute to it think about independent artists if you are independent artists and you put your um your streams you put your music on apple now to get streamed what were you what was it before rob you were saying it was getting a third of a penny or something like that yeah so if you're an independent artist that you completed your project for five thousand dollars in your basement studio and you get a hundred thousand streams you get a hundred grand over it. Like you could you could probably come up and do something with it if you don't have that overhead. The reason why the record labels is robbing people is because the record label overhead and all that other nonsense, you know. But I'm, I'm looking like what could this mean what could this mean for somebody independent? What could this mean for somebody independent? Remember with the um where Heat Makers was telling us about how him and Jim Jones was flipping albums and right. turn they re up, they get it and they re up and make another album out of it. So you know, in particular, I also think about like, yo, straight bangers. They selling their stuff, um, distributing on their own. But,
1: exactly. right. yeah. you know how many like, streams you have to give if to get a hundred thousand dollars, even though they paying the penny. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, well, here's the
0: thing. I <laughs> think, that honestly, there's there, right now in terms of like you look 10 at Spotify, screens, that's like two million streams. If you look at Spotify, if you look at Apple, if you look at YouTube. The trick, the trick that they have in the language is that it's hard to even determine what constitutes a stream. So, if you look at the back end of Spotify, they have other language in there that doesn't necessarily mean a stream. They have shit in place that says it's a start, meaning that if somebody started and they listen for a certain amount of time, that only constitutes a start. A stream well, has a stream, 10 million streams. A stream has to be a stream has to be a certain amount of time in order for it to actually register as a stream. So that's what I'm saying. Like as much as they saying that we giving a penny, there's still a lot, there's still a lack of transparency as it relates to what constitutes a stream and stuff like that. But I'm saying in theory, if a stream was only a person had to play your song in its entirety from start to finish, and I think Joe Budden was talking about this on his podcast also, from start to finish, for our independent artists, they can make decent money with it for an independent artist. Oh, yeah. But we don't but still it's so convoluted that we don't know what actually constitutes. Right, and they're not—they're not going to readily divulge that information because even with Apple doing this, Apple still didn't give out other key elements to give you the full aspect of the deal. They just told you, "Hey, all these other people are playing paying substantially less. We're going to give one cent. Why? That's a great topic, though. By by telling you that they're going to give one cent, it makes them look more competitive." Or right. More artist friendly than some of the other streaming services. They
2: did. It. And Apple Watch. That's a that great
1: topic, topic, though. Because, because, okay. Uh, do you guys know that? Okay, all right. Um, I know that there are times where artists that sign can ask the label to open up the books. But do you think it's quarterly or based upon the contract to where they can see what the real numbers
2: are? But I don't know thing, the, the contract. Every if, if 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 it's written in the contract, you gotta abide by the contract. You can't just arbitrarily.
0: Well, you talking about opening up the books, and you talking about
1: for accounting purposes. Yeah, based is upon that, what you've been saying, as far as no. the stream, because because labels like, but labels, they, from that they, labels, labels, labels can, don't can
0: dictate what constitutes a stream. number. Labels I, don't labels don't dictate what constitutes a stream.
3: Labels are not,
0: the streaming service is what
1: constitutes what dictates a stream. So
3: again, I like they but
1: who but but who's paying the artists? It's not it's not the streaming service, it's the label. Well, it has to
0: so, all, it has to all funnel through. So if you think about it, whatever language the streaming service is using to say this constitutes a stream, I'm sure they're holding the label to the same standard to say, you know what? Right. But who is it? Go ahead. Because the back end of it also is that think about it streaming streaming services generate revenue based on what advertising dollars so if how you call it if somebody streams some shit for five seconds but they could throw an ad in at the beginning or whatever it is you know that the, the streaming service is still going to eat anyway so this right now right now the streaming services are sort of at the forefront of the game because I, I, I wouldn't be surprised honestly if record labels still haven't been able to draw down the actual data in terms of what constitutes a stream and stuff like that Like this is something i think that they're still trying to work with and fine
2: tune and it should be based on the fans listening time and
0: that's where it's probably going to get that's honestly that's where it's probably going to get but i'm sure like think about the different platforms it probably varies based from based on from platform to platform there are times when i look at the back end we could look at the back end of of our spotify service and people who listen to um the podcast on spotify and you could see X amount of listeners, the X amount of starts, and then you look and you see how many streams that actually were. So they're still in the process of trying to actually get the specifics of what constitutes a stream, and they haven't been specific in terms of what the language actually is. So the record whatever revenue the record label is probably getting from the um, from the streaming service, I'm sure the record label is probably. Funneling that out how they see fit because right now streaming service shit is like the wild wild west in terms of how revenue is divvied up to the artists and you know artists are always
1: going to get the lesser amount. That's so so, so 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 prime example right? Um, being that Jay Z has sold a, a, a very significant share to Jack Dorsey who owns Square mm-hmm. who owns Twitter. Um, Z- hit me up. Hit me up. Hit me up. Yeah.
0: Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I don't. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I want to say this to use Jay-Z and Drake, I think, is anomalies. Like, they're the exception to the rule. Like, these are, one dude owns his own, or partially owns his own streaming service. Another dude is arguably the biggest selling artist in the planet. There are more people who are failing using their streaming service, more artists that are, are, are throwing punches at the wind
1: with their streams. Right, first. but let me finish my hey, question, though. You're I don't, I don't I don't think you know what I was about to say. Being that, Being that Jay-Z sold a considerable share or stake to Jack Dorsey, which owns Square, which owns uh, Twitter, which owns uh, 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 Cash App, right? Mm-hmm. You don't think Jay-Z saw this coming? Or you think Jay-Z just did it blindly? As far no, as- far, I, think, I mean, not, not, I not, not saying anything else in the
0: whole. I think I'm just Jay-Z, about I think Jay-Z is a true businessman. I think Jay-Z is a true businessman. And I think Jay-Z initially capitalized off of um, the artists that he had invested in title, because he told them that they would get a bigger share than what the other platforms were giving them. But if you look at the share that title was paying, that shit is less than a penny. Also, so how does it all how does Jay Z and Drake correlate with what, what we're saying? Because again, like we're talking about two people, in Jay Z and Drake that have a different Probably type of revenue. Most out of all streaming it, services, Jay Z and um how you call it, Jay Z and Drake have more leverage, more leverage to go to a negotiating table than Jim Jones. A person who probably higher callers is probably relying on trying to eat off of streaming mm-hmm. and other shit.
2: Who wouldn't so, want to do business with Drake and Jay-Z at this point? Which is that? Who wouldn't want to who wouldn't want to do business with Drake and Jay-Z? Yeah, yeah, that's true.
0: And honestly, I think at one point, Dame you're right, I think at one point title was paying the highest, right? At one time. Do you,
1: they- what, do you know what that rate was that they were paying?
0: I
2: point. it was, point, close was to a point. Huh? It wasn't close to a penny? No. I think it was. I think it was. Like yes. there's they, actually was
1: There's actually was higher than Spotify and everything else. So this that's is, why
2: we're talking I, about for it, a penny. We're talking I about
1: penny.
2: Saying, ten thousand
1: streams, I mean, streams equals a hundred thousand dollars. I mean ten million streams equals a hundred thousand dollars. You know how Hazy that it is to the, the no. average independent artist?
0: Title was paying 0. 0, 0.01250. Spotify is 0.0. Yeah, Point Point so a penny. They was paying a little bit more than a penny. Point one zero two five. No, dang, that's, that's, that's how you call it,
1: actually. Point I mean, 0. No, no, no. 0. zero one right there is a 0. penny. 0. 2, 5, 0. 0. so they paying a penny 0. 0. and a quarter. They 0. paying 0. a penny 0. and a quarter. Hold on, hold on, hold on, you gotta listen, you gotta listen.
0: Listen, just listen for a second. YouTube, 0. .00069 Spotify 0. .00437 Apple 0. .00735 Amazon 0. .00402 A million streams on YouTube $690 A million streams on uh, Spotify $4,370 So at, at the end of the day At the end of the day None of these streaming services Are giving people any money That they could get rich of and what you're no, saying. You
1: said, you said, you said, you said, uh, oh, oh, was Hold, oh, hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa. Easy, cowboy, easy. Relax, relax.
0: So at the end of the day, what Jay Z did, which I said earlier, Jay Z got the other artists to, to, to join in under the umbrella of saying that we're going to pay you more per stream. Granted, I get that. That's a great idea. But it wasn't like that Jay Z was giving people a windfall of money either. There was no money to be made in streaming services because they didn't figure out, or at least they wasn't telling people how to actually to get to the bag, to um for for streaming purposes. But what I'm saying is that when we use Jay Z and Drake, Jay-Z can't do that, bro. Jay Z and Drake as the as how you call it as the indicators around this stuff. Like Jay Z and Drake, to me are exce- that's just my opinion. There are exceptions because there are far more people and the have not to
1: streaming. Than the people like Jay Z and Drake streaming, and that's what i to you. But 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 peep this: the main reason why Jay Z couldn't do too much more than that because he had all the major stars of all different genres have a small percentage share in that company. So of course Jay Z had the majority share, but you had Nicki Minaj, Taylor Swift, Daft mm-hmm. Punk, and like 18 other major, if not more, major other artists. So with that being shit, with, with that happening all these other artists that will eventually be signed under there that's of course not uh sharing that, that 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 ownership of course jay-z couldn't afford to do that but if he's but but he but, but if he was already paying 0.0125 per stream he was he was already doing what they doing now but he was doing a penny and a quarter a
3: penny, in a,
1: a penny what, and a
0: quarter what constitutes a stream? How long do you have to listen to a song for it to constitute a stream?
1: That's
3: Anybody know?
0: Thing. That's the main thing. Not this one. Do you know how long you gotta listen to a song for it to constitute being a stream? Yeah,
2: I think we froze it.
0: Rob, you know? Thirty seconds. I don't I don't be, yo, that's I'm <laughs> a rhetorical <little complex>. no, <laughs> no, question. No. I, I was not know. that ain't no. my thing.
1: I think, I think it would be at least shit. If a song is three, three, the average song on the radio is, is, is three and a half minutes. You would have to listen to that song at least a minute and a half in order to get that, get that string. At least. And how how, those, for those how did you come to that figure? figure?
0: How did you come how, to that
1: figure? How did you, how
0: did you come to that
1: figure? Well, it's not an exact figure, but I'm just thinking theoretically It like why would a why would a a record label pay the artist okay say if an artist do a five minute song why would a record label pay an artist if somebody the average stream is 30 seconds? Nah, it gotta be at least half, bro. That's what that's the way I'm thinking because that's just giving that's just giving the, the artist money. Just like how we all said earlier the record label business is not into giving artists that they sign money. They're trying to drain them for everything that they have. So I would think they have to at least meet them halfway or 60% of the way. So you gotta listen to at least 50 to, 50 to 60% of that song in order to get one string. So not, so not right 30 seconds or a minute. So I think what
0: you're saying, what you're, what you're saying definitely makes sense because that's that's something I would go with also to say that you should at least have to listen to half of the song. Right? Yeah. For the, for for just so we're clear for the label to pay the artist, right? Mm-hmm. What is the streaming service Telling the label That the song has to be listened to In order for the streaming service To actually pay the label
2: That's a good question
1: Very good question
2: That's a very good
1: question because And they-
0: that goes back to what I was saying before That they haven't the, the, the streaming services right now Hold the data And that they hold the ball in their court Because they they set the terms In terms of what actually constitutes A stream Disseminate that's yeah. That's, that's just it. They con- they say what constitutes a stream, and then the record label could probably <laughs> <it> a, a <laughs> simple equation. <laughs> no
1: huh? And no thirty seconds, because a, 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 <laughs> like, a cat like a cat like Drake, I have five billion dollars by the by the end of this year. And we true, only in our, 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 going into our, you know, not even the ending of the. Uh, Second quarter Well, yet. Well, Z- well, zane there's so many
0: analytics associated associated with this because I would even say that they may say that it's longer than half the song, right? They may be like because think think about it. a long time ago, even on radio, the algorithm detected that why was it a time where people were making songs under three minutes because they was like it doesn't fit the radio format. And people's attention span is not for five and six minutes. You know, when we were younger, you could make a record for seven minutes and then
1: <laughs> second, whatever but then the record became three minutes oh so it'll be real petty you can't have it can it to where the person got to listen to the in, the entirety of the song that'll be too damn yeah. you never know, you
0: that, never might know. Be,
2: that might make sense man you got to listen to whole song
0: completely you never know but that's what i said like it's so unregulated now it's like the wild wild west so it doesn't matter if drake jay-z Nicki minaj whoever it is Prince, whoever it is they haven't come Up with the formula yet in terms of what they determine what constitutes a, um, a stream,
1: right?
0: Or if they have, they just okay. have a right. that it to close pe- closed to peak um, to to record labels.
1: Prime example, right? Do y'all think okay, I say at least at least 10 years down the line, do y'all think they, they, they will ever make it higher for the average? Being that they have not like the bare minimum is a penny. Do you think
2: I think five, so? It'll be more than a penny, and also they'll probably charge for the the amount of time that you listen to a song. I mean, completely, like as far as even if it's a, even even if it's for a minute and thirty seconds, you're gonna get charged for a minute and thirty seconds.
0: I think you know, you know what I, you know what. I think so. I think that it will increase beyond a penny. You know why? Because I think like anything else, as more time passes by, people get more information on it. They begin to put formulas in place. They understand what the true value of it is. They understand um, how valuable the data is and all these other things. They begin to take all this stuff into consideration. And then I think that they'll be able to figure out not what a fair split is, but how to actually divvy up the money. For me, again, when I see one cent, when I see one cent, I don't think about the big name artists and how they capitalize. I think about the little people who prior to it being one cent, when you had a person who maybe streamed a thousand times. And let's say a stream is just for just for this particular instance, let's say a stream is listening to my song in, in its entirety. You listen to my song a thousand times right now, what I get off of it five dollars based on based splits. But if you're gonna give me a penny and you listen to my song a thousand times in simple plain math, if they said that one, one full listen constitutes a stream and a person listens to a, um a thousand times. A, un, a, a high-caller unsigned
1: regular artist can get a thousand dollars out of it. That's how I look at it. I'm right. gonna see where y'all, where, 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 where like both of your head is at, right? What's gonna be the tool that's gonna bridge that to make it even for the artists and also for the record label? Can we talk about know. it? The you tools. tell us: is it gonna be Jack Dorsey and Jay-Z? NFTs. <laughs> NFTs. And NFTs, they're gonna incorporate. They're gonna. They're gonna incorporate the NFTs because that's that's, that's, be, that's, that's, that's that's gonna that's gonna be like an insurance. That that's gonna agree. be like a, a safety, a safe, a, a safe haven for the, the the actual record label and also for the artists. Of course, that's that's how you call it. That's a bigger discussion,
0: but I agree with that. The NFTs are gonna gonna yeah. revolutionize the yeah. change, and NFTs are gonna really allow people to place value on their work, dictate whatever they feel the value to be. So, mm-hmm. but record labels, record labels ain't coming up off this information. And these streaming services aren't coming up off this information, and these streaming services aren't coming up off this money. So let's move <laughs> on to the next, <laughs> the, the, the next topic. <laughs> Jared Joven found guilty. What now? What do you
1: think, Zane? Uh, what now? Um, I think there's going to be. Uh, unfortunately, as we see, seems like every damn five days or so there's another black woman or black man or child you know gunned down by senseless cops that don't know how to do their job right so i think overall what could have happened way back in the day even when like civil rights became a situation where you know that came into place once civil rights was in place they should have the government should have took uh a role into restructuring how cops are trained it shouldn't happen to where it's like 50 years later to where they talking about it number one number two i was looking on i was looking uh, doing doing some research they have this company called rap technologies i don't know if you've heard of it rap technologies is supposed to be to where uh, the cops would be given this device And it shoots out a cable And you know So so, so instead of uh, You know A cop who might have a bad day Or a cop that's racist Or XYZ Wants to just gun down Minorities at any given moment So they would The other option The, 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 the better option If things need to be De-escalated is to use that device for the cable. Um, but the reason why they got a
2: taser, huh? The same reason they got a taser, so they can right. use a device. Well, hear me
1: out if you have a taser that goes into the person's space, right? So, say if somebody has a gun, a knife, whatever, say if it's a female cop and you got three people that she pulled over for allegedly doing something wrong. That female cop might not have backup, so she would want to use a, 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 that cable instead of using the taser. Getting 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 up on, oh,
0: you know you
1: that. um, longer reach, longer reach, right? It's a way longer reach, so that's that's covering the cop. But overall, I think that um, hmm. I think uh, a lot of things have to happen, man, to where it's like number one, we got to know our rights right number two um like i said earlier they have to have a universal training for these cops out here because stuff is just getting too crazy number three i think that um just by this happening and uh uh it 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 basically shows that the government didn't care for so long because they could have fixed this a long time ago but at the end of the day, man, I just think that um, we have to we have to do something more than marching because marching right now is, is it's not it's not doing nothing. I mean, no, I'm sorry, marching, marching, marching did a lot. protests did a lot, but we in a whole nother climate right now. We in a whole nother climate right now. Because right now it shows that way back several months ago, when you had these idiots go and storm the Capitol, it ain't get gunned down. Imagine that if that was blacks doing something like that, they would have gun, they would have got gunned down easily. So it has to be some type of checks and balances, man. Like 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 this stuff can't keep going on. And uh, number four, the more that the more that the media controls the narrative of, of what we see, uh, you know, us 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 dying, us getting harassed and all that stuff, it just creates more fear. And and, and, and like at the end of the day, uh that whole that whole situation right, right there, like I would say like instead of doing marches and protests at these other places, yeah, we can do that too, but we need to start marching down to these damn media networks too. So you feel like the um the
0: media what the media's depiction of what's going on with police and people of color? Like what what in particular?
1: Yeah, it's like it's yeah, yeah, because I, I mean prime example, look at what happened with uh with uh the great legend Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson didn't have all these damn allegations and all that stuff until he starts talking about Sony. When he had that big thing back in, in back in the nineties when he was in front of Sony Sony headquarters. And he was saying what he said about Tommy Mottola and all the other craziness or whatever. Then after that, consecutive allegations came. Then after that, years later, of course, Michael Jackson dies. Anybody that stands up for anything in this society that has a name for him, you know, for himself or herself, that are prominent figures that want to open up people's minds, they wind up just, you know, something wind up happening to him. Mm. And I'm tired of it, yo. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it?
0: Yep. I was passionate,
1: boy. <laughs> oh man! Oh no, y- no, 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 no! One more thing, too. The black brothers and sisters that are cops that are looking at this stuff happening with their partners—that's another race—and turning their back to it or acting like they don't see or hear what's happening.
2: Nah, y'all gotta do a lot better. That 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 blue wall kind of came down on Derek Chauvin, man, because his, his his superior. And his peers are like, that's not policing. You don't mm-hmm. you don't kneel on someone for over nine minutes. Yeah, consider that an arrest. Like, come on man, but this is this is a clear cut situation of what's been going on in this country since the inception of this country. You know what I'm saying? There's there's just a race of people who feel that they're superior and all of their manners and ways of different over another. And that day of that, that day that Thursday when they came down with the verdict to show America in a different light I think I think it's just it's, they're trying to reconvene all of the, the traumatic situations that's happened over the years of putting this finally this a cop is going to jail but then they're still waiting for sentencing the sentencing is not until I think another 8 weeks or so and then now, we got the
1: other ones that was involved
2: then, Yeah. then we got the other one that's involved after that I think all this stuff in my opinion is sorcery it's like, thank like you, what That's every what I wanted week, to
1: say, but I ain't I even going to take it. Thank, thank you for saying that.
2: Every other week, there's a person being shot or stabbed, and it's happening too concurrently, mm-hmm. very concurrently. And I think, like I said, I think it's a way of just keeping a low vibration on our community because it's happening to us. It's keeping us in fear, it's keeping us to shuffle, it's keeping us confused. On top of all the other things you got to deal dealing with the pandemic. It's like, where do we go? Can't go outside. You can't go here. Gotta wear a mask. I might get shot. What do I do? And when you got people cramped up like that, there, there's going to be an explosion, man. There's going to be an outcry for justice, man. And I I just think, honestly, man, leave go. Yo, you leave out your house and you're going somewhere... Know, know, know what it is that you, you might potentially get yourself into just, If you get pulled over, listen, man, hands out the window. I ain't got nothing. What you want me to do? I lay on the floor. Go home. Make sure you get home at the end of the day. Don't mm-hmm. get into arguments. Don't get into those battles. So, oh, but I ain't do nothing. Why are you pulling? They're not hearing that. You know what I'm saying. And if you got somewhere to go, go and go back home, man. Because you get caught up in the middle, you end up getting caught in a lot of other bullshit, man. But Dude, he, he's going to serve his time and then we got to go through the other offices this is going to drag out mm-hmm. it's going to have people just like oh is it over yet But the then, like you like you always talk about people's attention standards so short i i, I honestly believe not that people heard, heard a verdict they're not even thinking about it though yeah mm-hmm. that's
0: true I, w- I wouldn't be surprised you know i think uh having watched the verdict be delivered like it was to me it was a very emotional moment uh, I think it was an emotional moment because I grew up in an era where I seen, you know, Sean Bell get gunned down and Amadou Diallo get gunned down and we'd be we just fall into a pattern of hopelessness where we just, you know, that whole day, I had a whole bunch of anxiety built up inside me because I'm like, I know I'm gonna go home and hear this verdict and it's gonna be just the same shit all over again.
2: I and see, and, that, and, that, and, that's my, and that's my point, you the, the repetitiveness of being let down It's all a cyclical system, man, and I spent sorcery on our community. Just keep us low vibration, because right now, as the pandemic hit, there are a lot of people who have just been innovative, such as us. Just been innovative and creative, and finding other ways to do things outside of what they was normally doing—the nine to five or whatever they was doing. Mm -hmm. People are selling juice. People are selling everything people got podcasts people got so much going on that they didn't have going on two years ago because now they got time to think for themselves and now that i got this time i need to use this time wisely and i think that that right there is is an explosion in our community because people are doing so much that now the powers that be see it and they gotta put a cap on now you niggas making too much moves you gotta shoot a couple of y'all like and <laughs> the vibration low so y'all ain't got to feel you know confidence out there to go out and do your thing.
0: What I don't want to see though, is, what, I, what I don't want to see though, is I don't want us taking a victory lap too early. Like people got to put their foot on the gas. Like you know, I watched the press conferences at the end, and it was it was a huge celebration. It was like, damn, it was the, getting the getting the guilty verdict was like winning a Grammy. It was like a whole bunch of pomp and circumstance associated with it. Um, and and then that to me, I think like that's it's too early. You know, like but I get when we start talking about that hopelessness, I get how people will become overjoyed with finally feeling like, God damn, we finally got one. You know, but to me this is this this is a start to what is gonna be a very, very long journey. And I hope people I hope people stay vigilant and I hope people stay aware and they stay in tune. And I hope it doesn't become like similar to what the election cycle was. You know, when we when the election cycle was here, that was the topic of conversation. All right, we got Joe Biden and forget it. We don't need to know nothing else about politics. You know, all right, we got uh, Chauvin guilty verdict. All right, we don't need to follow the case anymore. We don't need to know what's going on. You know, you look at now, every other damn day or every week, there's a new t-shirt with a new person. All right, we like, who are we, whose name are we saying this week or whose name are we saying this day? And it's just like a recurring. Thing that's going on for us in our communities. You know, what I'm hoping that comes out of this is that people begin to see that there has to, there, there just, at the end of the day, there needs to be higher levels of accountability for, um, for police officers. Mm-hmm. And right now, I know the government talks a lot about police reform. I think officers get training, but I think that what happens is that it doesn't matter whether you put a person who, because I often hear people say, you know, you need Latino cops and police officers Black police officers in the neighborhoods and stuff like that, and I get what people are saying, but I feel like that that's a, that sometimes is like a sophomoric approach to addressing some of these issues. And the reason why I say that is because if you think about in corporate America, in corporate America, when they have um when they when they they, they have tokenism, right, and they put a person in a person in a color, that doesn't necessarily always change the the um the culture right, of the company, you know you need you really have to step back and look at these things in terms of systems and if police reform is going to happen it's going to mean that the whole system was, is, has been changed and refined like there's been acknowledgement that what they're doing in policing is not working and they need to have um how you call it other measures and other things in place to make sure that shit is actually successful but sprinkling blacks and latinos around does not necessarily change anything when those blacks and latinos are going to get the same police training that other police got. Like they're a good police, they're a bad police at the end of the day. You know, and, and I think that- They're good people and they're bad people. Yeah, and I just, and I think that there has to be, there has to be effort for people to really dig in and do the work. And I think the reason why the government is like sort of on the cusp, looking at police reform by having gotten entrenched and done the work to actually get on police reform, because I think it, it, mean, it means acknowledging a lot of the ills of this country. And there's still many people in government that don't want to acknowledge that systemic racism exists, and that some of these laws and things that I've put in place serve to further perpetuate racism, you know? And that's why it's it's a tough nut to crack. Like, in this particular instance, with this gentleman, it was so much behind, the fact that it was on camera, the fact that it happened at the height of the Black Lives Matter movement, the fact that it happened during the pandemic, there was so much energy mobilized, around this particular case and brought to such such levels it was magnified so big that you know and maybe this is me being skeptical that this may have been you know what we'll give one this is the one that we're willing to give like this is a man who he lost his wife lost his job now he on suicide watch as a result of this the look of when they announced the verdict when i looked at his face it looked like he was in disbelief himself that they found him guilty hmm. Because we've become, not only have we become conditioned, but just as a society, everybody's become conditioned to be like, wait a minute, I well, mean, i yeah. actually guilty? Like
2: kidding. Reverend Al Sharpton
0: yeah. and Jesse Jackson was crying tears of joy.
2: Yeah, because they were waiting to hear what we always hearing, man, that psychosomatic normalized trauma of not guilty. Oh, uh, here we go again. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I, I, I swear it's, it's just, it's a method of keeping our vibration low and keeping us in fear, man hey hey, rob hey that
1: that was great that you brought it up because i wanted to say is that it's a scientific fact that when we get engulfed in fear and all this other stuff it lowers our melanin which is our one of our many superpowers it lowers your
2: immune system
1: Serious. immune system and everything. Right, right. But once your melanin get, 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 gets 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 lowered, that's when yeah, uh you know, your immune system and everything else, it 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 right. it, it, it triggers. It allows it allows it, it, it makes you. it makes it makes you more vulnerable to crazy energy that's out there in the world. And that's why the unfortunate situation where a lot of that stuff is happening to our people. So uh but I tell you what next month, the first Friday We have a special treat we have an app right called legal equalizer that helps uh, people that are being pulled over in general to basically cover themselves and it's also gonna show the transparency of how things are done and in a nutshell that's something that should have been out a long time ago. But we appreciate the uh, the company, Liquid Equalizer, willing to do the uh, interview first Friday of next month, which yeah. will be seven.
0: Yo, I think I think that the um, I think the cop, the cops, wanted the impression that they were being transparent by giving people them body cams. <laughs> yo, you, we we've seen. A lot more.
1: of them don't care, bro. A lot of them don't care.
0: Yo, we've we've seen more instances of of violence being perpetuated against people only thing that's done is inside us because now we actually get to see it and we we see for ourselves how terrible it is so
1: hey hey would you do some Clark Kent stuff to us now that's born alive you do some Clark Kent stuff on this man wasn't
0: playing yo so let's 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 take take it from there let's take it from there from um Derek Chauvin's uh, verdict to the 16 year old from Ohio Makaya Bryant's tragic death. What are your thoughts on that? Go, yeah, Zane, we'll start with you.
1: I'm sorry, say that again?
0: 16-year-old Ohio, Makaya Bryant's tragic death.
1: The young lady once who was again. shot by the police. Once police again, once scene. again, once again, another senseless situation of, you know, another minority getting, getting, getting killed. Like, how do you not differentiate going through weeks, months of training Right, and you already in the force for so many years. You have a high position as far as for uh, other things that's going on within that occupation. How you don't know what a taser and what a gun look like? No, no, no. This,
0: this, this, this young lady was gunned down by the gentleman who I think I think he was on the force in 2019.
1: He wasn't on the force
0: for long at all.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of the other situation with. i Dante Wright yes 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 okay right. now no well that's a
0: good, yes, point. That's when you bring that up Zay. look how many names we running through of people who, who that's
1: what I'm saying
2: that's the sorcery that's the sorcery man. I'm talking about like, Yo, like how is this young lady this is the was, young lady that
0: was fighting outside our house I'm sorry.
2: Zay. I'm, right. right How how is it so easy that these cops are pulling trigger right very easy to pull a trigger in an incident where you either coming to de-escalate de- de- right. probably even even pull out your fucking gun right. but then you find out, alright, you, you walk up to the situation, there's a little melee little argument going on and all of a sudden you're already in fear you know, the, the story with this young lady, from what I understand she a, a older lady came to fight her yeah. and she was in a foster care and the foster care mother was going against her. The only time she felt safe to come out and fight because they kept coming to her house to jump her, is when her father came around. So when her father finally came around, he had the courage to go out to fight. And she just got tired of being jumped and picked on. I don't know why she had a knife. But she had a knife. It like
1: a two on one situation, right?
0: Well here's the his the Here's He's the, the, story. Here's the yeah. story I read today and i don't i don't know how how true it is but this was allegedly this was all family and this was a family dispute like she was she was in foster care but she was in kinship foster care staying with her grandma and this was older family members that must have been talking to her about cleanliness at a house so all of this stuff supposedly transpired over family members arguing about why she's not keeping the house clean and escalated to that level
2: Tell to, I tell you what, when I saw a that footage and the police officer shows up it's a, it's a, it's a, come on yeah, when see, I saw the, that footage when I saw that footage
1: y'all, the one thing that I think could have been the major thing that would have de-escalated that before that cop pulled that mother effing trigger was that I didn't know that that was the father on the right side of the camera who kicked the, kick the other young lady that's what I'm saying, like that whole situation yep. should have been intervened before that damn cop even came. Me, you should have been calmed down me, before that cop came, bro. Let me give you the, the update. You parents so. out there watching other family members fight.
0: Let me give you the, let me give you the update. So Makai Bryant and two other young women argued over a messy house and unmade bed before a fight that ended with the fatal police shooting of a black teenager. Uh, Angela Moore said two of her former foster children had come to her Columbus home Tuesday to celebrate her birthday, when the young women and Makaya bickered over housekeeping, it was over keeping the house clean. Moore said the older one told them to clean up the house because mom doesn't like the house dirty. Moore recalled being told after she arrived from home, uh, arrived home from work early. That's how it all started.
1: So, these all were I know
3: good. is
1: that video. All I'm saying is that when you got grown people out there watching the younger people fight, family or not or whatever, you gotta intervene now. I send my deepest con- con- condolences to the, to the to the young sister that died. Tragic. And number two. Yeah, tragically. And that damn cop, he should be buried under the jail for that.
0: No-
1: huh? He won't be, Zane. He won't be. You know why he won't be?
0: He's guilty of using excessive force. But again, mm-hmm. talking about the body cams, mm-hmm. had there wasn't a body cam, there may have been a more compelling argument as to why. He should right. be but the story that that body cam tells is that he's he was coming and he saw within a split second a young lady brandishing a knife getting ready to stab another young lady and that's all he focused on and that's yeah. where he's that's and that's that's it like for him to shoot her four times and to me that's excessive for him to shoot her four times like I think that what happens sadly is that we have the vantage point of seeing this stuff slowed down and seeing it on video but I think for me as an individual you know, if I got out the car and I seen somebody brandishing a knife, and I've heard people say all kind of stuff like he could have um, he could have jumped on her and, and and wrestled the knife away from her. And there's a whole bunch of I think what ifs of what the man could have done because of the tragedy
1: that's that's uh, affiliated with it. But, not. but huh? I said, but in them split seconds, in the, whole, world, seconds. the whole somebody's whole world just ended. On, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He put in a position to make a very tough decision.
0: And you know, how you call it, if he didn't do it and the young lady stabbed the other woman, what would we be saying today? It would have been another situation, right? Yeah, we'd have probably been like, yo, how the hell was the cops there and the cop allowed this man to stab this young lady? I mean, I think that that's, that to me is like a no-win situation that probably, yeah. just what that's you said, that the, that the adults, the adults that were there prior to the police arriving, should have worked very hard to de-escalate that situation.
1: So when I was looking into it, I was like, that's when the, um, I heard the lady talking, then the father was like, He just killed my daughter. And then he walked off to the side by the garage, and I was like, yo, I'm like, yo. First of all, it's traumatic. That's the worst thing somebody wanna see is that their kid die in front of them. Damn. Number two, by a cop. Number three, like all this other extra stuff and emotion that's going on, on top of like the stuff that we just the series of stuff that we going through right now. Like, when is it going to end, bro? When is it going to end? Yeah. The danger with this, though, you see
0: the backlash that LeBron got as a result of this for the tweet that he put out. The danger with something like this, though, is that especially somebody in uh, LeBron's match, to. What did LeBron tweet? LeBron tweeted uh, about that officer. I think he put up a picture of the officer and put your next. And, they, and he, ended up t- he ended up taking it down. He ended up taking it down. They came for him over, and they came for him over it, I'm guessing, because they feel like LeBron is in a position where there's some level of social responsibility. And I'm sure as handlers probably reached out to him and was like, yo, did you actually <laughs> the video before you formulate an opinion? Because what happens is social media tells us we should be in an outrage. Our peers tell us we should be in an outrage. The circumstances and everything that's going on tells us we, we should be in an outrage also. So a lot of people aren't actually watching the video or doing any research to figure out what actually transpired. They just hearing because we've become so accustomed to hearing that somebody was gunned down, a person of color was gunned down. That's all they hear, and they go off of that
2: without having a full People sport. are so trendy with reposting shit. Mm-hmm. They just want to repost. It. Yeah, that's just unfortunate. That's, that's, that's one I people. dislike about social media: is that somebody dies or something horrific, everyone's really quick to repost it. And if you ask me, because you want someone to like your post, like, why would you want to repost that? they want to be first everybody
0: wants to be first everybody everybody's like i want to report on this first i want to say i know about it first
1: and then the main thing too when you're looking at this different stuff like uh whatever comes out that's 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 catching the heat wave you got to check the source of the information that is coming from you can be getting something from willybobo.com you know what I'm saying? But then you... Yo, people got so many they don't even go to
0: willybobo.com anymore, Zane. They just, they just scroll through social media and they could be anybody. Randy Smith said this? Oh, this is low. No, but I'm
1: saying, like like, like, in a nutshell what I'm saying, make sure that it's a credible source that you're get that you getting get your information from because somebody can say anything and then it's like, you know, they might use certain jargon or clickbait and that's it. And you, you be posted and you looking like
0: Bobo the I would be surprised if this officer even actually got indicted. I'd be surprised. I would be and I'm just saying I'd be surprised if he got indicted because I think that police the the, the chief of police, the DA and all these people, they're gonna look at it
2: and they're gonna be like, Well But well, we got Dante Wright. We got yeah. the young yes <laughs> fuck Chicago. I one, one of those one of those situations is gonna get swept under the rug.
0: This one. This one, I'm telling you, this one right here, they're going to they're gonna look at this, and I'd be, I'd be surprised if they indict that police officer. Now, will he probably, I may mean, he get his, his, his gun taken away from him? Probably so. they probably get the gun. Yeah, that, and, and never be able to, you know, never be able to police again. But as far as him getting indicted, his argument, if he get an attorney worth half of beans, his attorney going to be like, the person was brandishing a weapon. Look on the video, it's on the videotape. And that's just going to be it. I think one of the things that we gotta look at in terms of police and accountability, and we saw we talk about it a lot in my house, is that there needs to be, I don't know if we spoke about it on the podcast, but there needs to be an insurance system for, for police officers where instead of the um, the cities, the municipal m- municipalities or whoever it is paying these um, these these lawsuit money out for when these police commit wrongful acts against people, that these insurance companies pay out on behalf of the officer. So in order for you to be a police officer, you have to have insurance, right? And if you become uninsurable, they can't hire you. People's premiums will be so high, the same way you see people in cars, they're like, yo, I can't get in a car accident because I don't want my insurance to skyrocket. These dudes who be out here busting their guns without thinking and all that, they'll Yeah, they'll so
2: they'll be
0: like, yo, yo, if I put this gun work in or if I smack this person around, My premium going to be about a $1,500 a month. I can't afford to pay that. There has to be be other levels of accountability built in around it because we're not at this point, we're not getting convictions. And then after a while, it won't be profitable to be a cop because most people will be like, yo, the insurance is too high. Isn't what? Look, doctors have to have insurance. Therapists have to have insurance. Why is it that police officers don't have to have insurance?
1: i tell you what man, the way stuff's going right now, what's that crazy movie we saw back in the day about about the about the police department and how the government will eventually be. Minority what? Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Minority a... report. Well, so we know who's Cruise, they, they 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 mess around and arrest you before you even do something. Cuz they see you in the future. Oh
3: uh, well, man, your zane wow.
1: yeah, No, you man. yo, I'm telling you, man. Hey, but I got to, you got to match this stuff up because the way AI going right now and all the other stuff, you never know, man. But I mean, I tell you what, one of the, one of the, one of the, one of the things that really struck me tonight was when Rob was talking about that, that the S word sorcery, man. It, it's, it's, it's something. It's multiple things going on in this universe. Which I still consider is multi universes in one. But I mean, come on, man. People gotta tap into a high frequency, yo. God, it's
2: the energy combined, man, man. Energy if you look, man, the energy is taking out a lot of household names that we've talked about. They're not here no more. Yeah. People, people we've admired, people we've loved, people we've grown to like. I mean, there's so many different things and they gone overnight. It's like, well, you know, we forget that these people are people too. They they, they live lives like us. Some of them might be dealing with health issues, and it, there's a lot of uh, you know, components to it. But the frequency, how often it's happening, how consecutive and consistent it's happening, concerns me. I just like to say, I just like to think that you know, it's 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 bigger than us. And you it it really, you really need to pay attention to what you're doing, what you're saying, the people that around you, the energy that you're keeping, because you don't want it to come across you where you have to answer to something that may not be ready for you. Either. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just be yeah. mindful while we are here in this world, man. When you're out and about with your family, if, 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 a, if a certain if a certain argument starts to start. Don't go into your into your militant bag. Walk the other way. That might sound cowardice. That might sound a little weak, a little punkish. But you don't want to get caught up in no shit right now. Yeah. yeah. You got to
1: protect your energy out here, y'all.
0: I, um, I hope when it's all said and done, though, and they do end up doing a report and everything, that we find out the justification as to why he had to shoot that gun four times. Yeah.
2: Right. You can't, you can't say he was in a... You, you, you felt threatened. Yeah. That
0: was... That... that. That was a, that was extremely excessive to shoot that gun four times. Um but I'm also interested in hearing what the the young lady has to say. The the woman who she had the knife on. What her response to this is going to be?
2: Man, I didn't expect you to go this far. We was just arguing over dirty clothes.
0: Yeah, she know what she gonna say. Some but she gonna say that he was a hero. Wow, you gonna say that he was a hero that he saved her life? Could she could? <laughs>
1: That's what she gonna say. That 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 she she so. Ba- so basically, when that that when that when that court, court trial,
0: you breaking up, Zane. We can't hear you.
1: Come on. Up.
0: What you said? Basically, what Zane? He's gonna and they're saying something. We can't hear you. They tap. That's right now. That's the government tapping in and shut you down. You hear me?
1: That's the government shutting you down for going rogue. My bad. I said. The
2: hell's going? Bro, yeah, they shut him down.
0: <laughs> minority. The minority report. They pulled. The minority
2: the- report came in. Guys, name, yeah. sir. So that's Mr. Anderson came in for Zay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: they unplugged him from the matrix. Nah, uh, no,
0: not- uh, closing, <laughs> closing words.
2: Man, man. Mental health, health, health. Take care of yourself. I mean, it's some trying times, man. And I, and I swear, this the, the energy on the planet is happening. by happenstance of lowering your vibration, man. You want to keep your vibration high. I mean, I mean, do some acts of love, man. Put, do something for somebody. Do something for yourself. Make yourself happy. Let me keep,
0: keep loving the air, man, because it's too much tragedy going on for us. Z, closing words. Internet, yeah, internet is still messed up. Yo, for me tonight was more so about. I think there's a theme like we got to look at, like knowledge. We talk about knowledge, like being knowledgeable. Hey, man. About- then- from a business standpoint (laughs) until we start talking about that you uh, he's messed up again talking about knowledge from a knowledge um standpoint we talk you know in terms of business um even talking about like the streams being knowledgeable about that talking about health talking about wealth talking about i think that it was a good conversation with bobby smurda talking about reform and Yeah, reform and and what's going to prevent him from um, recidivating Um, and even his closing discussion, just to me, like a lot of stuff at the end of the day goes back to personal accountability, you know, and and looking at like what what we're accountable for and holding each other accountable. Like, I think that's one of the things that I personally say that in our community, I think sometimes we lack on, like we don't hold each we don't hold each other accountable the way we should hold each other accountable. We're quick to hold other people accountable, but we don't hold each other accountable. And I think that that's detrimental and and preventing us from um, from growing. Like we got to be able to air our own dirty laundry, even if it's not in public for others to know. But we got to be able to tap each other on the shoulder and be like, nah, you know you can't be doing that, or you out of pocket, or that's wrong. Because to me, what happens a lot is that we throw a lot of the issues that we have on things like society, government, this person, that person. Wow. and that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rather than us taking any kind of once you start farming it out and blaming all these other people, then it becomes that they can only be the people who fix it. But there are things that internally that we can do to fix some of this stuff and to address some of this stuff, you know, and if we don't, if we're not willing to be open and honest, then there's not going to be any progress. You know, that's my takeaway. Uh thank you everybody for pulling up tonight. What was a Dope episode. Thank oh, you to Melaj Allah, who tapped in for a minute. He he uh caught the Wi-Fi issues also. Um Zane, who tapped in and then the, the minority report took him out. We'll catch you guys back next week. Next week we got an episode on Wednesday where we're gonna have the legend, special ed, joining us for a conversation. Uh we're gonna keep building.
2: It, man. I keep Thanks, doing. everybody. Hey. Good evening.